This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at GunnaGeek.com and get ready because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of all things good and nerdy. With your hosts, Naki. Turnet is really, really great. Forward. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. And Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! Well, I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs! So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Um, that smells always like Cheerios and curry. Like, I know people really well by their sense of smell, by my sense of smell, because I have really shitty eyes and I have really shitty ears, so I guess God gave me, like, this superpower of having a really good nose. And so this kid always smells like Cheerios and curry, and... The other day, I was working in the box office, and this guy comes in, and I know this is not his kid, but he smells exactly like this three-year-old. And I'm like, and I looked at him, and I'm like, you smell like you're three. He's like, what? I'm like, you smell like Cheerios and curry. He's like, (laughs) what? And he just walked away, and I don't think he's used to me. He's newer, and I've only been, you know, he's just not used to me just being He's not used to your brand of oddity? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> was, was that phrase diplomatically enough? Yeah, that, that's about right. He's just not used to me in general. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a general statement. So that's our funny he, story. I, told I smell it, yeah. So if you smell like a three-year-old, I'm going to tell you. So as you can <laughs> tell, typical ATG in fashion, Naki's going to run my intro. So... Go team. This week it's about Cheerios and curry. And I don't know about you, that sounds completely unappetizing to me. That sounds like a disgusting child. <laughs> it does, oh, but welcome everyone to... a more to, disgusting adult. <laughs> even more so. Welcome everyone to episode 107 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, a part of the Gunna Geek Network, recorded live on Sunday, May 11th, 2014. Yes, it is Mother's Day, and if for some reason my mother is watching... Why, number one, but number two, happy Mother's Day, and number three, I apologize, Prof, and I say fuck on this show. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, Mom. I know you can't figure out the internet, so you'll never watch or hear this. Here's hoping nobody I'm related to watches this show. <laughs> I told my mom email. That's about as far as she's ever going to get. <laughs> See, my mom actually listens to this every now and then, so I have to say, hi, hi Mom, happy Mother's Day. I'm not ashamed. Happy Mother's Day, Naki's mom. <laughs> I am not ashamed. But since it is Mother's Day, we uh, we know you guys are probably wanting to go spend some time with your moms, but we did want to make sure we had a show. So we're going to do a little bit of stuff today, probably about a half hour, because there's been a lot of news because it's the annual t- TV cancellation and pickup week, basically. We're hearing all the crap that's gotten canceled, but more importantly, all the cool shit that's been picked up. And holy hell, yeah. guys. Holy hell, there's some awesome stuff. Let's start with the one we all guessed on earlier because it hadn't been confirmed officially but has now been confirmed officially. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets Season 2, full season pickup. 
and Marvel has officially picked up Agent Carter. Nice. Yes. That's going to be such an awesome show. Yeah. So you basically get S.H.I.E.L.D. plus Mad Men in one TV show. Yes, they have the official <laughs> synopsis out. Have you, have you guys heard the synopsis for Agent Carter yet? Nah, go for it. They say, inspired by the feature films Captain America the First Avenger and Captain America the Winter Soldier, Agent Carter follows the story of Peggy Carter. It's 1946 and peace has dealt Peggy Carter a serious blow as she finds herself marginalized when the men return home from fighting abroad. Working for the covert SSR, the Strategic Scientific Reserve, Peggy must balance doing administrative work and going on secret missions for Howard Stark, all while trying to navigate life as a single woman in America in the wake of losing the love of her life, Steve Rogers. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, The last part is where they started making me go, eh, what we do know, having seen Captain America 2, she does move on from being hung up on Steve. So hopefully that doesn't last long. Yeah. Do you remember which... Which movie is the one-shot on? It is on uh, Iron Man 3, I think. Yeah, Iron Man 3 has the Agent Carter one-shot, because then Thor had uh, Mandarin. Yeah, because if you want an idea of what this show is going to be like, that one-shot is a gorgeous thing, and I think that's the main reason this show got greenlit, was they showed that the actors could pull it off, that they could do the sets probably fairly cheaply, they're just probably raiding, you know, AMC's wardrobe from Mad Men, exactly. and then making a bunch of people smoke. Hey, look, it's the past. And then, you know, <laughs> Peggy Carter gets to go kick some ass. It looks great. Yeah, uh, Leroy in the chat rooms asked, "Mad woman?" <laughs> in this one, case, mad woman. There you go. Yes. Uh, honestly, my boyfriend's dead, saving the world. I'm gonna fuck people up now. Yeah, if you've seen the one shot, the one shot is really good. I can understand why Marvel would have some faith in it. And the other cool thing is, uh, Bradley, uh, God, what's the guy's name? He was in the West Wing. Bradley Cooper, is it Whit... No, it's Whitfield or whatever. Bradley Whitmore? Whitmore, that's it, I think is his name. His TV show he was on, I guess, got cancelled, so they could theoretically bring him back to be more of the swarmy boss. Oh, that's right, he was the boss in that, wasn't he? Yeah. He, yeah I love that canceled, guy. So he could theoretically come back on Agent Carter to be the swarmy boss, and that's a really good role for him, because he pulls it off. Hello. Yeah, I love Bradley Whitmore. After having gone back and watched all of the West Wing... Or Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Whitford. There we go. That guy is so awesome. I want to see him as a supervillain. Oh, I think he would cool, make yeah. an excellent supervillain in yeah. anything. Bradley just, Woodford. <laughs> I just Googled it. <laughs> yeah, Bradley Woodford. I forgot that he was in that. Yeah, for people that don't know, um, let's see, yeah, because he was the, one of the main characters in the West Wing. He was in Cabin in the Woods. He was also, what was that, uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? Oh, yep. The one with Matthew Perry where they were the, the takeoff of an L.A. version of SNL. That was also an amazing show that got canceled. He's done a bunch of stuff that people don't realize. I mean, let me look on here. He did say, he was in Saving Mr. Banks, the movie. He did an episode of Drunk History, evidently. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he was Agent Flynn in the Marvel one-shot Agent Carter. That's it. Yeah. He's a really good actor. I really enjoy his character. I mean, I love the West Wing, so he's always going to have a fond place in my heart from the West Wing. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I haven't actually said yeah. If anybody hasn't said on Netflix, I'm not sure if it's still on the Instant Queue, but it used to have the entire thing there, and that is a run of television that you will never regret giving up, like, you know, 90 hours of your life to watch it from start to finish because it's just so fucking good. And in the chat room, Potato Sanchez, who I'm assuming is the potato waste with a three not an E, because that's how Sanchez is spelled. <laughs> the Potato Sanchez, huh? The Potato Sanchez has pointed out it's on YouTube. I think that's in reference to the Agent Carter one-shot. You can find most of the Marvel one-shots yeah. on the YouTubes. The legality of them there is questionable. So if you own the movies, 
just watch them on there, I would say. <laughs> it's a, it'll be a better experience, too. <laughs> True. Then again, I mean, if you're watching it on YouTube, that's not quite the same as posting it on YouTube. Yes. Don't post it on YouTube, yeah. guys. That's bad. Don't put stuff on YouTube that you don't own or create. Yes. So Agent Carter and Agents of, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. both coming to ABC. The original rumor had been that Agent Carter would air in the off-season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we'll see what happens. There ha- the, the rumor originally was they were only getting a 13-episode order, but now it doesn't say how many episodes they're getting for Agent Carter. As long as they're getting it. Yeah. They went straight to series, though. They didn't have to do a pilot, so evidently they have a lot of faith in it. But let's get to the next round of news. There's some more comic book-centric stuff that's coming out. We all know Arrow is getting renewed, and we knew that like halfway through the season because it gets ridiculous ratings on the CW. We also... I'm sorry? I should really start watching that. Season 1 is on Netflix. About halfway through Season 1, it gets really good, and then you get into Season 2, and they up everything in gear, and you're like, holy shit, this is what a superhero show should be. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I keep hearing, and I look at, at on Netflix every time, and then I wind up watching Bob's Burgers. Oh, what is wrong with you? You should like this that's show, though. Amazing. The way I sell this show to some people, like when I watch it with my girlfriends around, I'm like, hey, there's man candy for you, because Stephen Amell is shirtless like half the time. Yeah, that doesn't work when I watch most of my shows with my boyfriend. He gets all weird when I'm like, hey, let's have sexy times. And he's like, this is just because there's sexy men on TV. I'm like, and? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Tell him that there's Felicity Smoke and Black Canary and Ravager. There's all sorts of hot chicks on that show. Too. There are. <laughs> I, still, I still fucking hate Laurel Lance on that show. She has done nothing to make me like her. <laughs> Absolutely despise her, but since we're talking the CW, they have officially picked up the Flash for a full season. We kind of expected that. Yes. But thank you, Baby Jeebus. I think Anthony's excited. Maybe. Oh yes, hell I yeah! I own the original Flash TV show on DVD. One of my buddies so got me that whole thing <laughs> as a as a Christmas present because he knew I loved that shit. I love the Flash TV shows because they can do so much fun with them with fucking fast-motion characters on TV. It's just, oh, it's going to be so good. And I love the kid that they had playing Barry Allen this time. I hate the character Barry Allen because he's fucking boring. But the kid playing him played him just like he is in the comics. Yes. It's good acting as long as you get some good writing on top of it. The show can end up being amazing. And And I love the way the suit looks. Who would have thought that kid was famous for being on Glee? (laughs) I wouldn't, because I'll never watch Glee. I don't want to watch Glee. You can't I'm make me sure watch Glee. I'm pretty sure one big papa has watched Glee and could probably tell us more about it, but I'll let him talk about it in the <laughs> chat room. Uh, Potato Sanchez also asked, is The Flash actually getting made for CW? Yes, yes it is. They are getting yep. a full season now. It'll presumably air after Arrow, because they've canceled all the shows that were after Arrow. Nice. So you'd get back-to-back. Um, they have the official synopsis the CW's provided saying, Barry Allen is a Central City assistant police forensics investigator who arrives in Starling to look into a series of unexplained robberies that may have a connection to a tragedy in his past. A comic book fanboy, Barry is obsessed with the Arrow, unaware that working with Arrow and Felicity to solve the crime... Now, this is not the right synopsis. That's the synopsis for Barry showing up in Green Arrow. Yeah, comics and lines lied to me. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the synopsis is, scientist got shot by lightning along with chemicals, gets superpowers, runs around Keystone City bitch-slapping people at 600 miles an hour. Right, and we were talking about this in the pre-show. This is a very, very minor spoiler for Arrow. There is something being brought to Starling City in this season from mm. Keystone City, and they go, we're sending it with a courier. And Anthony and Aaron are both like, is it going to be the Flash? 
And then we were so sad when we find out that no, it is not the Flash that is the courier in this case. It's some random douchebag in a car. It is. Uh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to, though, with this Flash TV show is it's already been confirmed. John Wesley's ship is at least in the first episode. And for those that aren't familiar, he was the Flash in the original TV show in the early 90s. Yeah. And that motherfucker wore a, you know, a, a what was it, velour velvet? Yes. Giant red crust velvet? He wore a 200-pound suit and ran around for a year on TV. I can't believe that guy still can put on weight. He's probably still losing calories from that wearing that damn suit. <laughs> he probably is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Potato Sanchez said he looks like the tick, but red and minus the ears. <laughs> I can kind of see that, especially for John yeah. Wesley Ship's one. Uh, oh yeah. Big Papa said in regards to my Glee remark, he goes, "I know nothing about it. My wife just walked in when I was watching Arrow once and said he's from Glee." I responded, "Damn." I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's watched Glee with the wife, but I don't remember and I don't have it recorded, so I can't prove it. Alright, so we shouldn't hold it against the actor that he was on Glee? No, we shouldn't. Uh, ne- <laughs> next up, for another DC show that's been officially picked up, Constantine, officially picked up by NBC. Is what I'm hearing. Now, there's a conflicting report on Comics Alliance saying it is not official yet, but who knows. The We saw the cast pictures come out already. They were pretty good. Yeah, they do look pretty cool. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm conflicted on how I feel. I think if you pair it with Hannibal, you can have a really dark two-hour block of TV. That's true. It could be amazing. I find it weird when companies that own, like, comic book companies and own other uh, media outlets, like actual TV channels, don't pick up their own products. Like, why the fuck is Gotham on Fox? Because Fox offered the most money. (laughs) And let's be honest, do you really want to put it on the CW? Eh. Um, You've got more potential viewers on Fox than you do CW. That's the simple fact of the matter there. I, I guess mean, that's true. That does, that does that, make sense. That's why Arrow really can pull... Primetime prime time TV versus cable, I yeah. guess. I mean, Arrow can pull 3 million viewers, and that's phenomenal on CW. You put it on one of the main network channels, and it pulls 3 million, it's on the bubble. Yeah, and they'd look at dropping it. I guess yeah. that makes sense. It, is, oh, it seems so weird, because, like, I mean, with you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, it makes sense. Disney owns ABC. Disney owns Marvel. They should never, ever have contract negotiations. It's like we, we own the show. We own the company that owns the show. We own the company that wrote the show. Like, we own everything. We're good. But don't forget, Marvel's got a bunch of stuff coming direct to Netflix soon, too. So they're going to have issues like that coming up, potentially. Well, see, that makes sense to me because then you're not dealing with the whole, oh, well, we can't do that on television. Okay. Especially with, you know, some more street-level, you know, shows that can end up being a lot more... Or violent, I guess, for what you can show in the TV show. So you got Power Man. I mean, he's going to be running around crushing skulls, like you know, of actual gang members in drug houses and stuff. So I mean, that's the type of stuff that can get too too excessively violent, I guess, for primetime television. Okay. And I think will work better on Netflix, where there is no rating. That's they can true. just do whatever they want. Yeah, and they don't have to worry about trying to censor things for a certain television crowd, things like that. Uh, Potato Sanchez yeah. in the chat room has said Constantine could be dope if it looks like Gotham. And Leroy has theorized the reason that Fox got Gotham, because Fox and WB made up over the whole Batman 66 stuff to get that out. But wasn't mm. that NBC that had the rights to that? I don't remember. I'm not sure. I thought, I thought it was Fox. It could be. I don't know. But Constantine, it appears to be, depending on where you look, it's either a maybe or it's a done deal. Who knows? There is a plot summary here, but I don't know if you guys want me to read it. 
the thing with, either way it looks good. Yeah. The thing with Constantine is that I wonder if it's going to translate well to American audiences. It's a very British, very British comic. Well, so is Doctor Who. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've read some Constantine, and honestly, as long as they do the Constantine that's in the book and not the Keanu Reeves movie, it will translate because it's good. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And well, I, I mean, have to say, Matt Ryan looks just like Constantine. He's got the look. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, and I mean, like Chris said with Doctor Who, we all know if it's if the show's written well enough, it doesn't matter if it's British. American audiences will love it. And well, it's not that it's a, the. Have you read New 52, Constantine? No. No, I haven't read the new one. Okay, New 52, Constantine has lost all of its Britishness, if that makes sense. Oh, huh. that's not necessarily good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure so I'm a fan. I'm going to go to New 52, Constantine, which I think is bullshit, or... Who's the writer on it now? Um, oh, I don't know, hang Because, I mean, that would make probably a huge difference. Um, I can't actually pull it up because we're doing this from my phone and my and Plex <laughs> working. That's right. I'm I'm pulling it up. I'm working on it too. <laughs> well, while Anthony's looking it up, I'll bring up another topic then, so we're not having some dead air. Uh, we've talked about the fact Gotham has been officially picked up, and the trailer was released in the U.S. at least on Monday with the uh, the premiere of 24, and they gave all these hints to all the future villains and stuff that were coming in. And there's some blink-if-you-miss-it moments we might have missed. They're potentially bringing in the Joker. And Entertainment Weekly asked uh, the boss man on uh, Gotham, Bruno Heller, about it. They said, you mentioned the killing jokes. You'll bring in the Joker? According to Heller, he said, he's the crown jewel of Batman villains. He'll be brought in with great care and a lot of thought. But also, I'm going to share a screen with you guys here. Assuming I can get screen share to work. Yeah, there we go. If you look in the trailer, they show a casino... Sign and in the background, the only card that really shows fully is the Joker nice. card. So they're already hinting at it, and I kind of like that stuff. Give me a little tease. It's the same thing Arrow does: tease something awesome happening, and then have it happen. Yeah, tease me, but yeah, I mean that's reading a lot into it. That it just happens to be the one thing you can see on the casino is the Joker card. Yeah, but people are getting used to like the whole Arrow thing, where they'll just throw something out, and you're like, oh, holy crap! Like the name of the boat being the Amazo and stuff like that. Yeah, little stuff like that's great. It's just, yeah, you can't read too much into it. The Amazo showed up. It was not a cybernetic robot that was stealing everybody's superpowers. Not it's yet. It's just a boat. <laughs> Wait until year three on the island, Anthony. Oh, very true. Uh, right now, DCComics.com <laughs> shows that the Constantine 2013 run is written by Ray Fox and Jeff Lemire. So, hmm. you know, both really good writers, but I don't know. I know Jeff Lemire's American. I don't know about Ray Fox. I don't know. So yeah, they might have really changed it if it doesn't have you know, a British writer. I don't know much about it. The other show that has been picked up that a lot of people are uh, expressing a lot of excitement over is that CW has also picked up iZombie, which is based off a book by Chris Roberson and Mike Alred. To be fair, I've never read it. But I've heard good things. The plot summary they give on here is a med student turned zombie takes a job in the coroner's office to gain access to the brain she must reluctantly eat to maintain her humanity. But with each brain she consumes, she inherits the corpse's memories. With the help of her medical examiner boss and a police detective, she solves homicide cases in order to quiet the disturbing voices in her head. It has David yeah. Anders in it, so I'm excited. I like him. A more supernatural version of... What was that? True Chew. Calling? Oh, I was going to go Chew, but... True calling, yeah, that would make sense, too. Yeah, or Elijah Dusku, where bodies showed up at the morgue and then would talk to her. 
Yeah, I, yeah I read the first issue. And it's it's a cool concept. The idea of zombies that are treated more like vampires, to where they have like a instead of a thirst, they have a hunger. But after they feed, they're basically normal. Hmm. And so the longer they go without eating, then she you know gets a little more zombie. And so the idea that yeah, she's gonna eat brains and just keep herself in brains as long as she does, she's fine and can function. But every time she does, yeah, it's, okay, now I know how this person died, and i got to go help them. God damn it. <laughs> right. And there's a crap ton of stuff that has gotten canceled, too, right now. I would be remiss if I did not express my displeasure that Community finally got canceled. Those six yeah, seasons you, in a movie. You knew it was coming, though. I know, but I'm still bummed. I was hoping they'd at least get the six seasons. So long. Because let's be honest, what does NBC have comedy-wise right now? Don't they have Parks and Rec? I don't think that's very funny, personally. So, I see, and I love Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, and I was also surprised to see that ABC renewed Once Upon a Time. I gave up on that show this season, so I have no idea what it's like. Oh, you but, mean Fables Light? Yeah, pretty much. That's how it's been described to me. NBC yeah, did fuck them for creating that show. <laughs> NBC canceled Revolution, so I know some people are bummed with that, but I heard it really come off the uh, off the rails near the end. I thought that it was canceled like a while ago. Yeah, I think that was one that a lot of people thought was gone, and I thought it was amazing. I finally started seeing some of the promos for it, and it looked like some of the people on that show had finally actually gotten dirty. After 15 years of no power, their clean clothes finally ran out. They heard your comment about Falling Skies on this podcast. <laughs> into a modified Possibly. Possibly. Oh, and uh, Pesado Chances said, I think Ray Fox is from Toronto. So, if, yeah, if those are the two writers on Constantine, you have two people that aren't from anywhere in the United Kingdom writing Constantine might be a reason why it lost a little bit of its Britishness. That's possible, I suppose. I don't know. Um, Doctor Who fans might be interested that there is a Karen Gillan uh, comedy coming to ABC. It's entitled Selfie. I don't know. What I'm seeing is it says a self-obsessed 20-something woman has plenty of followers but few actual friends, and Karen Gillan's the lead. Uh, whatevs. I don't really care. If you're a Doctor Who fan and like her, you might want to watch it. I'm just trying to see stuff that people might give crap about that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, it might be worth watching just because it's her. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous redhead. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of stoked to see her bald. I can't wait to see Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> see her running around bald, kicking the shit out of people. That's going to be weird as hell. I think so, too. Uh, I'm going through some lists right here to see shows that pop out that might interest people. Castle officially renewed again, as it should be, because it's effing awesome. Man. Well, and, yeah, and then the one that made me sad was Fox canceled Almost Human. So, you know, another one year of a sci-fi show that, of course, didn't really have, like, the following of, you know, Firefly, but it was a really good show. I enjoyed every damn episode of that show because they did, you know, slightly future tech. So it's nothing that's, like, it's no warp speed, teleporters, anything Star Trek stuff, but it's all stuff that's maybe ten years out technology-wise, right. where we could think of it. And so some of the stuff they did on that show was just really freaking cool. And, I mean, you know, you had Dread, and then, uh, what's the other guy, Michael Isley something? Or Ely? Yeah. Ely. Played uh, the robot, played Dorian. And, you know, playing the old, uh, kind of the other classic, you know, not-quite-human android that wants to be more human, but one that actually has feelings programmed into him. Such a damn well-written show, but yeah, for some odd reason, Fox will pick up a sci-fi show knowing that they're going to cancel it. And then I am actually sad that they canceled Dads. I don't care what anybody says. Me and three people liked that show, and it was funny. You guys can like it all you want. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to keep it around. 
Elementary got renewed. I got friends that love that show that say it's really good, so good for them. Uh, How I Met Your Mother over Intelligence, which people had said was interesting at first. It was like a sci-fi show on CBS canceled. Let's see. Person of Interest renewed, which will make a lot of people happy. I never got into that show personally. Under the Dome returns this summer. People were interested in Really? Really? Yep. I was told that show was awful beyond awful. <laughs> Only I've if you read the book. Yeah, I've heard it's one that got better after about two or three episodes. It's one of those shows where they literally... It's not like they did slight variations on a character. In the book, the main character is an ex-military guy who's living in the town and like working at a restaurant as a dishwasher and you know has finally decided to leave town because of a fight that went down with this punk kid and like is walking out of town literally with you know just the clothes on his back as the dome falls in the show he was in town as a leg breaker to collect money and murdered someone like the, there's no correlation between the two characters no, not. that's so, terrible yeah so Brian K Vaughn is the writer on the show and so, like, I was interested because, I obviously, I love Saga, but from what I'm understanding, he just took his own liberties and was like, yes. Yeah, and apparently Stephen King liked it because he was on set all the time. It, it's one of those things where I don't understand why when you have a property and it's good enough that you want to buy it, you feel the need to change it. Because conventional audiences won't like it the way it is, so we've got to change it to make it appeal to a larger crowd and then kill what it originally is. Yeah. But I'm yeah. a cynic. I can't stand that stuff. Let's see. Like if you're buying a Stephen King story, you don't need to hire a writer. It's already written. Just fucking right. shoot it. We already said Almost Human was canceled. <laughs> Boss Burgers officially renewed for season five. Naki, so there's that for you. Yay! Ooh. Family Guy Shut renewed up. for season 13. <laughs> Simpsons renewed for season 26. Seriously? Yeah. That's the last one, right? I don't know. The Lego, was, that, it, like, was it 26 or 28? It might be twenty. I thought they said they had a set number on the last contract negotiations with all the voice actors. I don't know. Did anyone watch? Did you guys watch the Lego episode of The Simpsons? That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I walked in the like literally. I was working on something and walked in the living room as that episode started, and Homer's like staring in a mirror, and then goes ah, and sees the version of himself that's like normal and not Lego. That shit was creepy. (laughs) <laughs> so let's see, we're on NBC now. We have The Blacklist officially renewed, which is awesome because it's a good show. It's a good show, but I wish they would stop doing four, like, they'd do, like, two episodes and then, like, a four-week break and then, like, maybe an episode and then maybe a four-week break. And I was we, like, we call that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish they quit showing me stuff on the previous with the new episode that's spoiling shit for anybody that's three episodes behind. Yeah, agreed there. We talked about this one. Community canceled. Dracula canceled. Grimm was renewed. Hannibal renewed. Let's see what else. Uh, Parks and Rec officially renewed, so you, that's good for you guys that are nice. fans. And those, yeah, right. those are the highlights for NBC. We have CW, which we've already talked about, I think. The 100 was renewed, which is a sci-fi show that people said was pretty good. I haven't watched any of it. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, the commercials for it look pretty cool. It Arrow, looks like a pretty cool premise. Oh, God, this is ridiculous. They, they can renew that crap show, Beauty and the Beast, that's like a soap opera retelling, but they cancel all the <laughs> sci-fi stuff. Oh, whatever. Yeah. It happens. Supernatural renewed. So that's what season twelve on that show now. It's going to beat out Smallville's record. Wow. Yeah. Well, so then again, they also aren't telling a story that has a finite ending point. Yeah, that's true too. There is a 
a shit ton of stuff that's coming your way, and a lot of it comic inspired. So it's a good time to be a comic fan, I guess. It's always a good time to be a comic fan as long well, there, as you read the right stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's where we wanted to run down with you guys for today because we're trying to keep this show short so you guys can go spend some time with your moms. So we've told you all the cool stuff that's coming out on TV, and I'm probably going to see most of that stuff we mentioned that's coming, at least the first couple episodes before I decide whether to give up on it or not. What about you guys? Um, I'll probably do the same way that I do everything and wait for a season to be done, and then I'll watch it. <laughs> uh, I'll definitely be watching The Flash probably, you know, day later, just like I watch Arrow on the CW's website. That's probably the one I'm most excited about right now for next season is The Flash. Yeah, that's it's the top of my list for everything that's been announced. I think I, I'll, I'll definitely give iZombie a chance. I didn't like the comic book, honestly, because I don't like Mike Allred's art. But actually, I'm not sure if he drew it or not, but that's he's never been like a, one of those creators that draws me in. Don't know why. I don't dislike the stuff he does. It's just it's not for me. But, I mean, I know it's a cool concept, and I like the first issue that I read, so I'll give that show a try at least. So, so Anthony, do you want to fight real quick? Because uh, in the chat room, Leroy has said the show Under the Dome is way better than the book. It might be a better show, but it's not the fucking show that it was... The show isn't the story it was based on. The Okay, so not only is that guy completely different, but the kid that I said that he fought with, in the book, he has a fucking brain tumor... He murders his girlfriend the morning that the dome comes down, stashes her body in a room, and is progressively, as his brain tumor is getting worse throughout the book, he keeps dragging dead people back to this house that he's killed people in, and he sleeps with the bodies at night because it's the only thing that makes his headaches go away. He's utterly insane. In the TV show, he grabs a, his girlfriend and chains her up in a freaking uh, a bunker. A bomb bunker when you know, and everybody doesn't know what happened to her. That's not the same story, so it, you can't compare it because it's literally not even close. It's like The Walking Dead in the book now; they're not the same story anymore. They haven't been for a while. You can't compare them. This is very, very true. It's true. I think that's pretty much that's it for this week, guys. We're trying to cut it short. Uh, anything you guys want to share that you've been getting into before we wrap up? Miles um, Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man number one. Heard it's good. He's he's now got it's his name on the title. Awesome. Yeah. The, the first issue ends really fucking weird. Something happens at the last page. You're like, what the fuck? Great book, and the new uh the new Wolverine is weird. Wolverine got a tattoo. I don't understand this. Wolverine has been stripped of his healing factor. Oh, that's right, yeah, because they're doing that we're going to kill Wolverine thing yep. coming up. Death of Wolverine's coming. And yeah, so you got Wolverine with no healing factor running around wearing body armor. And then, yeah, in this new issue, he went and got a tattoo, which seems like a really stupid story, but it's actually a really cool story when you know like everything that goes into it and why he gets the specific tattoo. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm not a Wolverine fan. Maybe I'll Bye. at some point. <laughs> I'm kind of with Naki. I'm tired of Wolverine being in every X-Men book and every Avengers See, book. And that's the right, Chris. You don't need to be everybody else's. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> everybody at Marvel is. They yeah. love that guy. They sure do. Um, what have I been getting into? I've played a little bit of Titanfall this week, and I read... What was the comic I read? I think I finally read the newest issue of the Serenity comic. It was pretty good. 
but I'm so far behind on everything that I haven't gotten anything else done. And I've been just doing Wildstar beta. Wildstar open beta has started. You can go on their website and grab a key. Anybody can try it for free right now. That um, game is so much fun. I went and saw Amazing Spider-Man 2. I, I, I do that. not agree with I do not agree with Anthony with his review. Okay, so Docky and the rest of the world is wrong. So that means that for ATG and I'm the decider when I go and see it, I have to break the split vote. <laughs> Apparently. Oh God, that movie's fucked. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's wrong with people. That movie was fun as hell. That was a that was a movie that happened. I mean, at this point, I'm probably not going to watch it until it's out to rent because there's other stuff I want to see, and I don't have time right now to go to the movies for the next week or two. Godzilla comes out next week, so that's that's the next movie I'm going to go see. I have no interest in that one, really. My next movie I'm going to the theaters to see is X-Men. Yeah, and then after that it'll be X-Men, and then it probably won't be again until Guardians of the Galaxy. And does it make yep. me a bad Those are the person? next two half days I have taken vacation time at work. As X-Men and Guardians of the Galaxy, I already got them nice. scheduled. Does it make me a bad person that I kind of want to go see that new movie, Neighbors, with Seth Rogen? It looks like uh, it could be. It has the potential to be funny. From what I've heard, you've already seen all the funny because you've seen the previews. Okay, it yeah. turns into a red boxer then. Yeah. Problem solved. But I think we've muddled our way through an episode this week, guys. This was a short one. Don't worry. We'll be back next week live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. We'll do the rest of the math for all the other time zones because I forget. With a full no math. Yeah, with a full group of people, we'll do the full hour-long show. We'll get into some, some craziness, I'm sure. But go spend some time with your moms, guys. I'm going to go set my dog on her. <laughs> and then after that, watch Arrow because it's yeah. fucking awesome. Watch Arrow because there's mommy issues in Arrow. So it works for my best yes. Especially that, this season. Yeah, There's some serious this. fucking mommy issues. <laughs> and if you want to know more about these mommy issues, make sure you check out the Starling Tribune over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Oh, there you go. Plug, plug, plug. I had to do it because I knew John D was going to yell at me if I didn't. I really plug, 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 plug. But like I said, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. You can find ATGN in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com slash network where you can find All Things Good and Nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek Network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.